Welcome to Spanish Obsessed. You're listening to episode 21 of Spanish from Scratch, the course for complete beginners. In this episode, we'll be talking about how to agree and disagree. Hola Liz, ¿cómo estás? Bien, Robbie, ¿cómo estás? Bien, como siempre, gracias. <laughs> okay, well, before we get into agreeing and disagreeing, as usual, we're going to do a quick review just from some phrases from the last couple of podcasts. So as usual, I will give the English. Take a moment to think about the Spanish translation before Liz gives us the Spanish phrase. Okay, how do you say, how much is it? ¿Cuánto cuesta? How do you say, how much are they? So plural this time. Mm -hmm. ¿Cuánto cuestan? So remember the difference between singular and plural. Cuánto cuesta for singular. Cuánto cuestan with the N at the end for plural. How do you say, it's a bargain? Es una ganga. Es una ganga. So if this is new to you, if you're not familiar with these phrases, then go back and listen to the previous episode, episode 20. Okay, on to today's phrases then. So let's just start with a simple way to agree and disagree. This is like the most basic way, if you like. So how could you say, Liz, I agree? Estoy de acuerdo. Estoy de acuerdo. So you probably recognize estoy. That comes from the verb estar, conjugated for yo, yo estoy. And then this new word, acuerdo. So acuerdo means agreement. So estoy de acuerdo is literally I'm of agreement or basically I agree. So that's the simplest way. Now, how could we say the opposite? So I don't agree. No estoy de acuerdo. No estoy de acuerdo. So exactly the same, but remember to form that negative, all we do is add the no before the verb, which is in this case at the beginning of the phrase. No estoy de acuerdo. Could you say both of them at maybe full speed? Sure. Estoy de acuerdo. O no estoy de acuerdo. Okay, so notice how the words really kind of melt into each other there. <laughs> estoy de acuerdo. O no estoy de acuerdo. Okay, and how do you ask someone, this may be more common, do you agree? ¿Estás de acuerdo? ¿Estás de acuerdo? So notice the intonation, ¿estás de acuerdo? <laughs> Which I'm exaggerating there. <laughs> so again, that verb estar, conjugated for tú, tú estás, estás de acuerdo. So are you of agreement? Do you agree? Or what else could you say, even more simple? De acuerdo. De acuerdo. And that's omitting the estar. So literally just de acuerdo. And really notice how those words are stuck together. You say it one more time. De acuerdo. So really that means do you agree? Or it could even mean okay. Mm -hmm. Everyone agree? De acuerdo. You hear that all of the time. So estoy de acuerdo. No estoy de acuerdo. And then estás de acuerdo. Those are the simplest ways to talk about agreeing. Now, when we talk about agreeing and disagreeing, 
we might also want to say whether we think something or someone is right or wrong. And Spanish has some interesting ways to do this. So let's start with a simple one, Liz. How would you say to someone, you're right? Tienes razón. Tienes razón. So there's a new word here, razón, which literally translates to reason. Sounds the same as well, so it should be easy to remember. Razón. So think of razón as reason. So if you tell someone in Spanish, literally we're saying, you have reason. Tienes razón. Tienes razón. I always find that difficult to pronounce. Razón. Razón. Tienes razón. <laughs> it's the S sound followed by the R. Yeah. Say it again. Difficult sound. Razón. But say, tienes razón. Tienes razón. And say it fast like you would in a normal conversation. Tienes la... Ah, <laughs> tienes razón. O tienes la razón. Okay. So, needs a bit of practice. I find it very difficult to roll the R from razón with, in combination with the S, so tienes razón. I always get that, always sounds a bit weird. But anyway, if you tell someone in Spanish, you have reason, which is the literal translation, you're telling them they're right. So in Spanish, tienes razón, you're right. Now Liz also said, and this might be a bit easier for pronunciation, tienes la razón. Mm -hmm. And that's just saying you have the reason, literally translated. Again, you're right. What's another way you could tell someone that you're that they're right? Estás en lo cierto. Estás en lo cierto. So, lo cierto or cierto means, among other things, it means true. So, with this one, we're literally saying you are in the true or you are right. Estás from estar. Estás en lo Cierto. Estás en lo cierto. Which of these two phrases do you prefer? Estás en lo cierto. You use that more often, do you yeah, think? Yeah, I prefer that. It's more kind of eh, sweet and flexible. <laughs> okay, I think more common is the first one, though. Tienes razón. Okay, so that's how you tell someone they're right. What about telling someone they're wrong? So the, one of the easier ways to do this is use our negative. So, what's the negative of tienes razón? No tienes razón. No tienes razón. So, literally, you don't have reason or you're not right. You're wrong. Obviously, with this one, and it's, I think, the same in English, if we're telling someone you're wrong, it's quite direct, potentially mm. offensive. So, you might want to be a little bit more diplomatic about this. Mm. Uh, so, just to bear in mind. Grammatically, you can say, no tienes razón, or you could say, no estás en lo cierto. Grammatically, you know, the Spanish is fine, but it's a little bit direct. People might be offended. So what you can do is actually, instead of being so direct and saying, you're wrong, you could say, that's wrong. So not talking about them, talking mm. about the statement or the fact, perhaps. So I think we've, we've met these before, mm. but how could you say, that's correct or that's incorrect eso es correcto eso es incorrecto eso es incorrecto o eso es correcto now as you might guess correcto means correct 
with a double R, which you have to roll again. Correcto. Mm. And incorrect is incorrecto. Or, of course, you could say no es correcto. That's not correct. Now, that might be a little bit less offensive because it's less direct. You're saying that's incorrect instead of saying you're wrong. You're arguing with the fact instead of with the person. So obviously when we're telling people whether they're right or wrong, that can be quite direct. And one of the ways we can soften that, and we do this in English as well, is to say, you know, this is my opinion. So effectively saying, I think you're right. I think you're wrong. Which sounds better. It sounds better. <laughs> less direct, less less confrontational, perhaps. Especially when you are learning. You want to sound quite friendly. You want to be polite. Exactly. Yeah. happened course. to me when I was... Uh, Even in Spain, you want to try and be polite. Yeah, in both language. <laughs> <laughs> so there are some useful verbs in Spanish, which are very, very common, which we combine with the phrases, which we've just learned to tell people whether we agree with them or not. So Liz, what are two simple ways to say, I think? Pienso que. And? Creo que. Pienso que and creo que. So, pienso que literally translates as I think that and creo que, I believe that. So, both of these you can use to give your opinion, but this is where Spanish is slightly different from English. So, creo que is I believe, so that represents your belief, of course, whereas pienso que means I think but is really more in the sense of using your mind. So when we say in English, I think you're right, we're expressing a belief. Spanish is a little bit different in that pienso que is more about using your brain or mind to come to a conclusion. So it has more of a focus on the thought process rather than the end result. So to cut a long story short, you can use either pienso que or creo que, but creo que is much more common when you're giving your opinion and it also sounds more natural. So we suggest using creo que, but be aware that you can say pienso que or creo que to give your opinion. There is another way, Liz. What's another way we can use to give our opinion? Me parece que. Me parece que. It's actually my favorite. This is your favorite. Mm -hmm. It's even less direct. So... Parece comes from the verb parecer, that's with a P, meaning to seem. So this means it seems to me, me parece que, which is another way of expressing your opinion. So we have three ways of giving our opinion. Pienso que, creo que, and... Me parece que. So let's quickly review all of the phrases we've just met. And then we'll look at ways that we can combine them. So, Liz, give me some ways in which we can agree or disagree. Estoy de acuerdo. I agree. No estoy de acuerdo. I don't agree. ¿Estás de acuerdo? Do you agree? De acuerdo. Do you agree? And this time without the estar. And what are some phrases about being right or being wrong? Tienes razón. You're right. 
No tienes razón. You're not right, or you're wrong. Now, of course, this is quite direct, which you might want, but if you want to be less direct, you could say. Eso es correcto, o eso es incorrecto. That's correct, or that's incorrect. And another way to say that you're right, and Liz's favorite way. Estás en lo cierto. Okay, and then there's three ways to give your opinion again. Creo que, pienso que, me parece que. Good. So, of those, the two more common ones are creo que and me parece que. You can use all three, but pienso que is used less frequently. So, let's look at a couple of ways we can combine what we've just learnt to make longer phrases. So, could you think of a couple of examples, Liz, of maybe combining those? Creo que tienes razón. Creo que tienes razón. What does that mean again? I believe you're right. I know. I believe you have... Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you have reason. Exactly. The literal (laughs) translation is, I believe you have reason. (laughs) Which is what Liz nearly said. Mm -hmm. But creo que tienes razón means, I think you're right. Creo que, meaning I think, as in I'm expressing a belief. Mm. Okay, another one. Me parece que es correcto. What does that mean? It seems to me that is correct. Yeah, it seems to me, me parece que, that it's correct, or you're correct maybe. Me parece que es correcto. What's maybe another example? Creo que estás en lo cierto. Okay, so with Liz's favorite again, estás en lo cierto, you're right. And creo que, creo que estás en lo cierto. I think that you're right. So by combining these different phrases, you come up with longer phrases. And obviously this is how conversations are formed. Mm. So you can look at, we kind of put the ingredients there to create some of those phrases. Those are just three examples. But you can look at the opinion phrases. You can look at some phrases for how to agree, disagree, combine them together. And that's how you can effectively disagree or agree Mm -hmm. with someone without being too direct or rude. Bueno, Liz, muchísimas gracias. Gracias a ti, mi Robbie.